In the day's other news, Russia's President Vladimir Putin sharply escalated the war in Ukraine, signing treaties to illegally annex four regions. He vowed to defend the newly seized territory by, quote, all available means. Meanwhile, Russian fire rained down on Ukrainian cities, killing 30 people in Zaporizhia. We'll have a detailed report after the news summary. The war in Ukraine has sent natural gas prices and overall inflation soaring across the European Union. New numbers today show the, e the EU's inflation ran at 10 percent in September, compared with prices a year ago. In Brussels, EU energy ministers approved a windfall profits tax on fossil fuel companies, but they could not agree on curbing gas prices. I believe we could impose a price cap on all Russian imported gas, including LNG. However, some member states see this as a sanction, and we don't yet have a consensus on this step. Germany has been a leading opponent of capping prices over concerns that it could limit gas supplies. A suicide bomber in Afghanistan attacked an educational center in Kabul today, killing 19 people and wounding nearly 30. It happened in a Shiite area as hundreds of teenage students were taking practice entrance exams for college. Some of the students were among the dead. There was no immediate claim of responsibility. Rare public protests have broken out in Cuba over lingering power outages from Hurricane Ian. The storm caused an island-wide blackout this week, and some areas are still in the dark. Overnight, several hundred people protested in Havana, demanding power be restored. They banged pots and pans, started fires, and complained that their food is spoiling. This isn't working. Enough of this. All my food is rotten. Why? Because we don't have electricity, and this will not last anymore. This does not work, brother. Cuban utility officials say only about 10 percent of Havana's 2 million people had electricity as of Thursday. Back in this country, Congress gave final approval to a short-term spending bill to avoid a partial government shutdown this weekend. It will finance federal agencies into mid-December, and it also includes military and economic aid for Ukraine. President Biden later signed it into law. On Wall Street, major stock indexes finished a miserable month. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down another 500 points today to close at 28,725. The Nasdaq fell nearly 162 points. The S&P 500 slid almost 55. For the month, the Dow and the S&P lost nearly 9 percent or more. That is their worst September in 20 years. The Nasdaq slid 10.5 percent. That's the most since September of 2008. And Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson had her ceremonial induction today as the first black woman on the U.S. Supreme Court. President Biden and Vice President Harris attended the brief investiture ceremony. Jackson had been confirmed by the Senate in April and formally joined the high court in June. The court begins its new term on Monday. Still to come on the news hour, what's at stake as Brazilians prepare to vote in a highly divisive presidential election. David Brooks and Jonathan Capehart consider the week's political news. Two Ukrainian artists who cannot return home form a new community in the U.S., plus much more. This is the PBS News Hour.
from WETA Studios in Washington and in the West from the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism at Arizona State University.